What's going on, good people? Welcome to Live by the Three of Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Give me a follow on Instagram page at Live by the Period Number Three on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three for more Raptors content, podcast news, or if you just want to talk hoops, please feel free to hit me up on either platform. On January 10th, the Raptors still on their homestand hosting the Charlotte Hornets. And what should have been a quote-unquote easier game in comparison to the last two. As the Hornets have struggled with what they are this season and they're not able to put it all together, unfortunately. While they did have a massive blowout the other night against a relatively healthy Milwaukee Bucks team, the Raptors have kind of pieced things together a little bit. The effort and energy, like I've said multiple, multiple times over these last few reaction pods that needed to be better, has been better. And it hasn't always equaled out to wins, but they are working a lot harder than they have at any point last year. And I'm referring to October, November, and December. But to their credit, in the early parts of the season, the effort was there and once Pascal went down and Freddie was in and out, out of the lineup and a few other players, that's where the deficiencies really showed. But they had a great game against Portland, weathered the storm in the later half of that game and pulled out the victory. And it was important that they did the same right off the bat. As I've been saying that good starts are better starts for the Raptors as the game goes on. And, and it was led by none other than Pascal Siakam who really set the tone once again and that's exactly what you want to see from your best player you'd want your best player if he's not going to be vocal to lead by example and Pascal was definitely doing that tonight and with his aggression and his efficiency throughout the entire game it opened up opportunities for OG Gary Trent Jr. not so much Scotty Barnes but we'll get into that and Fred Van Vliet was struggling a little bit. But once Scotty and Gary and Siakam were staggered among the bench unit, they were able to spread that success around and take advantage of themselves within the second unit. And the Raptors were hitting shots in the early going. The unfortunate part of that is so was the Charlotte Hornets. I believe in the first quarter they were shooting 72%, if I'm not mistaken, some, something ridiculous like that. And that was due to the Raptors' poor one-on-one defense. I mean, Scotty Barnes wasn't very good tonight. Fred Van Vliet had his moments. But overall, one-on-one defense was not very good. And it led to a lot of open opportunities for the Hornets, especially from the perimeter. And they were cashing them in, especially Terry Rozier, whom is definitely up there with being one of the Raptor killers and historically he's always had great games against toronto but if you're leaving people open you're going to hit shots and that was one of my keys to victory was to stay in front of their shooters and limit those transition opportunities and while the individual defense wasn't great the transition defense was a lot better in comparison but what's crazy about that thought is that you're not really worried about that when the raptors are scoring the basketball and that has been a struggle all season long but they were able to get on in transition they were able to get second chance points they were able to hit 23s tonight and they shot a good percentage from the free throw line 22 for 27 at just around 82 percent now as for our role players when they got their opportunity to enter the game the Raptors had a slim lead and you were definitely wondering how they would fare once again 
it was very shaky in the beginning, especially for Precious Achua, who was really being aggressive and it was showing last game as well. But tonight he was really trying to establish himself and be aggressive, be that energy boost coming off the bench. And he airballed two layups and he spun into a double team, which led to a turnover. But then he hit two threes and then he had a monster dunk through a step through then Chris Boucher started to get going Juancho Hernan Gomez started to get going Coloco Flynn the bench did their thing all night long but it was a play of Boucher and Achua they were feeding off each other all night long and Chris Boucher alluded to this when Precious Achua went down is that he was missing his boy, he was missing his running mate, and when the team got healthy, that they will be able to work out that chemistry that they established last season. And they definitely accomplished that. Boucher was aggressive, not only on offense, but on defense as well, grabbing seven boards tonight, even getting a steal. Precious Achua wasn't as effective on the glass, but he was competing on defense. He was hunting down mismatches on the offensive end, and he was very efficient hitting three threes tonight. Christian Coloco is finally putting his size to use, grabbing eight boards tonight, getting six points. Juancho Hernan Gomez, who has been doing a lot more defensively and arguably has been the best defensively in his career at this point, but from an offensive standpoint, he's shooting 27% from three but tonight he was two for five going one for two from three and you definitely wonder how much more playing time Juancho Hernan Gomez would be getting especially if he was shooting around his career mark of 35 percent but regardless he did enough tonight the bench itself did a phenomenal job and I credit Nick Nurse for having the trust in his bench and you were definitely wondering where this was all season long, but he's doing it now and credit to him. And obviously the bench has been showing him something that is worthy of this trust and they're being rewarded for it. Fast forward towards the fourth quarter where things got a little shaky. The Raptors started to lose the game a little bit in the third quarter as we know the third quarter droughts definitely made an appearance again the transition defense took a little bit of a beating same with the individual defense and charlotte continued to hit from the outside but none more particular than terry rosier and even pj washington chipped in with 3-3 and lamello started to get going my apologies and all that led to the hornets bringing the game within one and in the fourth where the raptors have shown the ability to collapse when it matters most haven't been showing that lately they weathered the storm against the blazers they weathered the storm again against the hornets og had a phenomenal night tonight his best night shooting wise he hit six threes he had back-to-back -back threes in the third quarter uh, a monster dunk towards the end of the game fred van vliet struggling all game long but as Steady Freddie goals, hitting two big back-to-back -back threes when the Raptors needed it. Gary Trent Jr. hit some shots down the stretch, and he was phenomenal tonight, keeping pressure on the Charlotte Hornets defense, not just settling for jump shots as it was a struggle, but he got to the free throw line going eight for eight, and Pascal doing what Pascal does, helping to close out the game. It was just a great win, and it was 
even more impressive that even though they lost the lead that they were able to re-establish themselves and really close out the game in the last six minutes when the Hornets were really making a run where you felt that maybe Terry Rozier would have been able to give them a, a go-ahead bucket and things would fall apart. Definitely was not the case tonight. The Raptors weathered the storm once again, bringing their win streak to two, beating the Hornets 132-120. to 120. The Hornets shot 47 for 86 from the field at 55%, 15 for 35 from three at 43%, and 11 for 15 from the free throw line at 73%. The Raptors shot 45 for 91 from the field at 50%, 20 for 44 at 46%, and 22 for 27 from the free throw line at just under 82%. The rebounding battle, the Raptors did their thing, as I mentioned, as one of the areas for success for the Raptors, 49 to 34. 18 offensive rebounds and they even edged the Hornets out on the defensive rebounds 31 to 28. The assists were pretty much a wash. The Raptors were moving the ball around tonight and everybody was cashing in and that definitely helps when players are hitting shots 33 to 32 in favor of the Hornets. Turnovers were 11 to 10 in favor of the Raptors. Points off turnovers another wash 13 to 12 in favor of the Raptors. Fast break points, the Hornets edged them out 17 to 13. Points in the paint, Hornets again 56 for 44. But to me, the game was lost, not just on the free throw line. An 11 free throw advantage for the Raptors, and free throws made, I should say, sorry. But it was the second chance points, 20 to four in favor of the Raptors, hence the 18 offensive rebounds. They were able to cash it in and even Coach Steve Clifford for the Hornets said at the end of the game, he really felt that that was the game right there. And I truly feel that way. It also helps that you hit 23s to 15. So it was a hot shooting night for the Raptors. Haven't seen many of them, but they definitely took advantage tonight. And you got to be happy with the win. They went out there. They did their job. They gave up a lead, but they got it back. Ended up finishing by double digits. You really can't argue with the end result. It wasn't a pretty game, but it was an exciting game if you enjoy offense, a terrible game if you like defense, but a win is a win no matter how you get it. So even though we touched on some of the individual performances tonight, we'll quickly go over the starters. Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Vliet, and Gary Trent Jr. Pascal Siakam, like I said, he's the one that really set the tone almost flirted with a triple-double once again in 36 minutes, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 10 for 16 from the field, 2 for 6 from 3, and 6 for 9 from the free throw line. Pretty much efficient right across the board. You really can't argue with the end result, and I love that he established himself early, and then he gave the opportunity, and he was rewarded for giving the other guys an opportunity to do their thing, and still was almost able to put up a 30-point triple-double. Just a tremendous night from Pascal. OG Ananobi, a phenomenal game from him tonight. A huge bounce-back game in comparison to his previous outings, especially on an efficiency standpoint. Didn't get to the free-throw line, but he didn't need to. In 31 minutes, 22 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. 8 for 12 from the field, 6 for 7 from 3, and no attempts from the free-throw line. If you're going 6 for 7 from 3, combining with great individual defense i can live with that and i'm sure og can too it was great to see him look for a shot it was great to see him not really force many opportunities he was taking what the defense was giving him working within the offense and 
it was just a great night for him just a phenomenal game from og once again scotty barnes an off night for him wasn't really looking for a shot but he was doing everything else well minus the one-on-one -on -one defense he was pretty much getting cooked on that side of the ball but he had some great playmaking moments he was looking for his teammates and he was point guard scotty tonight wasn't really looking for his offense but he was doing everything else well seven points five rebounds seven assists one steal two for five from the field and three for four from the free throw line again wasn't aggressive something that he needs to be more aware of and take advantage of but like i said he was working within the offense he was getting other players involved you will take that in a win but if this was a loss it would probably be a different conversation so you definitely want more of portland trailblazer scotty than charlotte hornet scotty i think he can find a balance between looking for his and looking for others so hopefully he can figure that out soon fred van vliet tonight not an efficient night but like i said hitting two big threes when we needed it most in 33 minutes which is also great to see nobody hit over 40 minutes tonight 36 was the high for Pascal, so it was great to see Freddie on the lower of the 30 side. 11 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. He was flirting with a triple-double despite his struggles, and he was doing everything else to try and keep his team involved. None more than hitting those two big threes towards the end. He was doing it in other aspects of the game on, on defense and getting players involved, something that he has struggled with, but it's nice to see him finding ways to be effective when he's struggling and it comes out with a win not much you can complain about if you're fred van vliet and gary Trent jr 31 minutes tonight 24 points two rebounds one assist two steals one block six for 14 from the field four for 10 from three and eight for eight from the free throw line like i mentioned he was able to take advantage it seems like nick nurse has found something with staggering gary Trent jr pulling him out early and giving him the primary or the number one option when he's rolling with the role players and gary Trent jr has responded he's been the most adaptable player really sucks to hear him in trade rumors i just don't know what this team would be like without gary Trent jr we would definitely miss him i don't know what player out there is going to give us one that production and two that adaptability but phenomenal game from gary Trent jr as well as for our bench, like I mentioned, Chris Boucher, great game tonight, looked like himself. He did everything that we want Chris Boucher to do. Be an energizer bunny coming off the bench, being aggressive on rebounds, being aggressive on defense, and being aggressive on offense. He was looking for his opportunities to score the basketball, and he took advantage. 12 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 for 2 from 3, 5 for 6 from the field, and 1 for 1 from the free throw line. Nice to see Chris Boucher in Chris Boucher form. Juancho Hernan Gomez tonight, 11 minutes, 5 points, 5 rebounds, 1 block, 2 for 5 from the field, 1 for 2 from 3. Would like for him to hit more threes, but like I said before, he's finding ways to stay on the floor defensively. It's been the best he's looked all his career. He's just struggling from three. Hopefully, he can get that percentage up from 27%. Precious Achua. Great game from him, looks healthy, 13 points, 2 rebounds, 1 block, 5 for 9 from the field, 3 for 5 from 3. You know what, I'm just going to leave Precious Achua alone. I'm one of his harsher critics, I've always been that way. There are many 
plays where I'm just scratching my head or I'm holding my head and I'm like, Precious, why? Just give the ball to your point guard. Find your PG, find your ball handler. Just don't make decisions. And he made me eat my words tonight. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep my comments to myself. If you can go two air balls and get a turnover and then you have the confidence to hit two threes, you are A-OK -okay in my book, Precious. So keep doing your thing, man. Christian Coloco. 21 minutes tonight, six points, eight rebounds, two assists, three for seven from the field. He also had a block. Again, what I like from Christian Coloco, he's taking advantage of his physical gifts. He's not really thinking too much. He is being aggressive on the glass. He's competing on defense and he's making good decisions with the basketball, finding cutters. He had a nice play where I believe he found Gary Trent Jr. on the cut, the backdoor cut, I'm sorry, and he ended up having a finish at, at the rim. He's making good decisions with the basketball, something that has not shown much, at least in the later part of the season in comparison to the early part of the season. But over the last couple of games, he's been putting it together in short bursts. Really can't complain. Just great minutes from him, and not to mention six offensive rebounds. So that is definitely huge there. And Malachi Flynn tonight was a great playmaker and facilitator from that standpoint offensively not so much only four points tonight continues to struggle from the field one for seven going one for four from three and one for two from the free throw line but getting two rebounds and three assists not the games that we have grown accustomed to for malachi but a step in the right direction he is two for 17 from threes and you definitely hope that that will change but once he continues to be present and make himself available and continue to play within the flows of the game, I'm sure he'll be able to catch his rhythm again. Without getting too excited, it was a great game from the Raptors. The win streak is at two, and they'll definitely have an opportunity to extend that to three when they're playing, you guessed it, the Charlotte Hornets once again in the home-and-home -home series on January 12th. And... The keys remain the same, and I think we need to tweak it just a little bit. Continue to be a great rebounding team, continue to get out in transition, and also continue to take care of the basketball. But we need to be better communicators on defense. There were way too many open shot opportunities. You don't want to leave the likes of Terry Rozier open on a consistent basis. P.J. Washington has shown the ability to hit from the outside. He went 3-for-6 for, uh, for tonight. Jaden McDaniels as well. They have shooters and these are NBA players and if you leave them open, eventually they'll hit it if you leave them open on a consistent basis. So let's run them off the three-point line and you'll definitely live with the two-pointers. These home and homes are a little tricky, especially when you're playing the same team back to back. There will be little adjustments and things that were easy today may not be easy in the next game. So the Raptors cannot relax the have established themselves over the last few games the last two games in particular so let's continue to build off that let's continue to maintain these efforts throughout all four quarters and close out these games on a strong and positive note but we will end it there thank you to all listeners new and old for tuning in i appreciate every single one of you if you have not done so already, please take the time to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. It'll mean so much. 
if you take the time to do so. And until the next episode, everyone, please continue to stay healthy and to stay safe, good people. Peace. Thank you.